Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan, Steve Peters, once again, conveniently on an airplane during our live show. So we will hold down the fort without him. (laughs) Craig, how are you today? I'm good. I'm ready to drink some Four Peaks, actually. A little day drinking today. Yeah, who says you can't crack one open at 11? It is Friday after all. I'm wearing my new Four Peaks shirt, drink beer, give back. I'm super excited about it. I have my favorite, the Peach Golden Ale. This is my favorite Four Peaks beer. Um, so I'll be drinking this. And Craig, what will you be drinking? Well, I'm still tri- trying to figure out how I should drink this. <laughs> this is the growler from Four Peaks. It's oatmeal stout. I'm thinking of just getting a straw. Yeah, you should. I think you really should. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. People drink it through a straw. No, I'm going to pour it right here. Hopefully, I won't have a tragic pour. Yeah, here. don't don't spill it on your laptop, and then we lose you for the rest of the show. Um, for those who might not know, Four Peaks is the latest, newest most awesome sponsor of PHNX, the official beer of PHNX. We're so excited to partner with Four Peaks. I've been drinking Four Peaks for years. Mm -hmm. Um, It's honestly some of my favorite beer ever. So the fact that we get to partner with them and they're the official beer of PHNX could not be a better fit and a better partnership for me, in my opinion. I think we should toast them right now, Leah. Let's do it. Here's my oatmeal stout. And by the way, like you were saying, I've been drinking Four Peaks for a lot of years. I've been going to this brewery for a very long time. People were chirping me yesterday like, oh, you're getting paid by Four Peaks. That's why you had it in your story. No. If you've listened to the Natty Hat, you know that I have been promoting this brewery for a very long time. Love the oatmeal stout. Love the Hefeweizen. It's called Wow there. And the seasonal pumpkin porter we get in like mass quantities when they make it in the fall. So I'll be getting that just in time for hockey season. So looking yes, very forward, true. Beyond looking forward, I am giddy about this partnership. I could not have chosen a better brewery for our partnership. Yep. And Charles said it, Leah tr- is truly beer now. It's funny how this all came full circle to me just randomly saying I am beer on the show one day. And now I really am beer. Um, if you didn't see the, the ads that came out for this yesterday, check out PHNX underscore coyotes on Twitter. They were hilarious. Of course, Craig and PD were not present at the photo shoot. So when they said, Oh, take a photo with your beat. It was just me. So it was like, you know, but I think it's great now, especially going forward into next season pack therapy, we're going to need it. And now we have our official beer of pack therapy as well. So couldn't be more excited about that. And another thing that I couldn't be more excited about, and I know people have been asking in the Discord and for a while, the PHNX Coyotes official NHL draft party will be at Four Peaks Brewing Company on July 7th, 4 o'clock. Join us at Four Peaks in Tempe for the NHL draft. It's a huge, huge day, July 7th. The Coyotes have three first-round picks. PD and Sean will be holding it down at Four Peaks with a number of special guests. You're going to want to be there. Craig and I will be in Montreal, but I will be a big part of the show um, just from Montreal. So we hope you'll join us at Four Peaks on July 7th because it's going to be a real fun time. It's I'm just sad so I won't be there, but it's so cool. <laughs> That's it's, so cool. it's a great venue. Yeah, it is. Yeah, It really is. So draft party. 
Um, more details to come. There will be a event bright for it. Um, we'll send it in the chat in a bit here and tweet it out on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes and in the members only Discord. And you can find more information at gophnx.com as well. So super excited about that. And Craig, you know, I was thinking about it. It's, if it's oatmeal, then, you know, it's before noon. It's breakfast. It's a breakfast That's beer. That's a good way of looking at it, actually. And my peach, it's fruit. So, so calling this healthy then? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why I mean, not? we we don't have to convince ourselves. We'll just enjoy <laughs> it because it's that good. Here's the thing, though. There, there's some really good food there as well. Have you had their chicken strips? I haven't, but we did eat there, and I really liked the food that we had. Okay, that that batter, the, the chicken strips are out of control. They're so good. My kids, like, ask me if we can go all the time just so they can get the chicken strips. They're unbelievable, so okay. you have to try them as well. I think they're called the 8th Street Chicken Strips or Chicken Tenders. I can't remember. Sorry, I should have known that coming on, but I think it's named after 8th Street where they okay. are. Okay, yeah. They're, I'll they're have to give amazing. it a try. They have other good entrees there as well, other good offerings, appetizers, etc. That's all I got. Well, everyone can try out all the great food and drinks at the draft party. Super excited for that. And until we get there, between the draft and there is still the playoffs, um, not just the NHL playoffs, but also the Canadian Hockey League playoffs. And we've been talking about Dylan Gunther because his team, the Edmonton Oil Kings, are still alive in the Western Western Hockey League finals. They're actually one win away from securing a Western Hockey League championship and one win away from going to the Memorial Cup. But for those who didn't know, Dylan Gunther is actually injured right now. Um, he's, I believe, day-to-day with a lower body injury that he sustained in game three. Craig, do you have yeah, any more? He got, hit, he got hit in the corner. I, I don't think it was a dirty hit. Uh, it's <laughs> just one of those circumstances. Um yeah, he's day to day right now. That's that's you know how the playoffs are. Teams don't want to divulge much information. Here's my sense of this: Edmonton gets three cracks to close this series out, and they're all at home the way they do mm. the structuring of the series. So they're going to have three home games. I don't think Dylan Gunther is going to play unless they really need him to. Edmonton's probably going to close this out. I mean, they just they just won a couple games in Seattle without him. They're they're playing so well right now. They've sustained a couple injuries. They've they've still been able to basically mow through the entire WHL with without much difficulty. I know there have been some close games, but they haven't lost a lot of games. So I think the sense there is they'll try and win this without him. And then with the Memorial Cup, you know, I guess 10 days away from right now, the start of it, we'll see. We'll see how. It, it would be a, a real shame if Dylan Gunther actually missed the Memorial Cup. That is that is an experience that everyone should get um, in the Canadian Hockey League, and he's, I mean, he's this close, and to, to have an injury derail it would be a real bummer. Maybe another reason to send him back next year to Edmonton to get yeah. that experience, but you hope somehow, some way that he can heal up in time to take part in that just incredible tournament. Uh, looking at the Memorial Cup again, it's June twentieth to twenty ninth in St. John, uh, New Brunswick, the Sea Dogs. Lost in the first round of the QMJHL playoffs, and yet they're still hosting. We'll get to that in a minute. Craig Rant incoming. Yeah. Everybody buckle up. Man, I've, I've, yeah, I have some issues with the way the <laughs> Royal Cup is structured. Really only one issue. Uh, in the OHL, Windsor leads Hamilton 2-1 in the OHL finals, and Shewinigan leads Charlottetown, Andre Turigny's pick, 3-1 in the QA, QMJHL finals. So we're very close to knowing the four teams that are going to compete in the Memorial Cup. 
I have never covered this live, but I have watched it. If you haven't watched it, Leah, you probably have because you're a Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable tournament. It is so cool. It's awesome. It really is. Um, it's just, it's so unique as well. And before you go on your little rant, Craig, going back to Dylan Gunther, um, hopefully, like you said, they're holding him out of these three, like they have the, these three shots at home to get it done. There's still 10 days until it starts. He can get some rest, hopefully, and come back stronger. And I know before, I think the last time we talked about Dylan Gunther and the Oil Kings, we talked about how important it would be for him to have the experience of playing in a Memorial Cup and kind of playing every level of the Canadian Hockey League um, and just, you know, as part of his development, just getting more reps, different situations. Um, so besides just the fact that it's disappointing that he's injured right now, I think for his development, it would be really great for him to be part of the Memorial Cup. Yeah. And you think when I mean, you look long term for Dylan, Dylan Gunther, um, my understanding is this is not an injury that's going to require surgery of any kind. So that's good news. Um, but, you know, if if it's something that requires a little more healing and they're going to keep evaluating this, you worry about him for the Memorial Cup. You wor worry about him for the World Championship as well. Right. Yeah. World, you'd love to see him get to play in those sorts of tournaments. It's such a great experience. And really what you want is you want to you want your top prospect to be on that stage and then shine on that stage because of the confidence that you can build from those sort of events when it's best on best same age groups, you really get a sense of what you've got in that player. If they excel on that stage against players their own age, the best players in the world their own age, that's a really good sign for what they might be able to do in the NHL. Exactly. So we'll cheer for the Edmonton Oil Kings to make it to the Memorial Cup. Their next game is Saturday against the Seattle Thunderbirds, and they can close it out um, with a win. So we'll see what happens. And for those who don't know the format of the Memorial Cup, it's a four-team tournament with the winners of the OHL, WHL, and, and the Q, respectively. But the fourth team is the host team, no matter what, no matter how they did in the season, where whoever is hosting the Memorial Cup automatically gets a berth in the tournament. Craig? <laughs> yeah. And as I mentioned, uh, St. John is the host this year. They finished third in their division in the queue. They lost in the first round of the playoffs. And yet, they can be crowned Canadian Hockey League champions if they win on their home ice. I got a lot of issues with this. Now, I, I, I know the argument for having a host site. I don't necessarily buy it. They want to ensure that there's going, you know, it takes a lot of planning, right? You got to plan this event. So you want to have it settled in a place. You want to get all your, whatever, your sponsorships, all your other stuff in place, and you want to secure attendance. I have a hard time believing that attendance for the Memorial Cup would suffer if you didn't announce it until you had the three league champions, right? I mean, okay, a week. I got a week to plan where I'm going to go. I, I have a hard time believing that they're not going to sell out the building, that they're not going to make this happen nonetheless. A lot of other leagues don't plan it ahead of time, and they don't suffer. The Memorial Cup is a really big deal. I don't buy the argument that you're going to have a hard time, you know, securing all the revenue you want. But if that's your concern, there are ways to, to solve that. If you, want, if you want to give a bunch of CHL cities the chance to host the tournament, fine. Rotate it on a yearly basis, but make it a neutral site. 
I don't think that that site should get to participate in the CHL championship series because they're the host. It's silly. You need to earn it. You want the best on the best. So you want to do it that way? Rotate it between a bunch of cities to give everybody a chance to host the Memorial Cup, enjoy the revenue, but you still know where it's going to be on a yearly basis. It's just a neutral site. I also think you could, and, and still plan it and still be fine with revenue, you could give it to... You, you could rotate it with between the three conferences, right? So the league champion, the team that wins the postseason, they get to host, knowing that the Q is going to host it this year, the, the O is going to host it the next year, and then the dub, the dub is going to host it the following year. So let the champion of that postseason host it. How do you pick the fourth team? I think you do an at-large bid. You can do it a couple ways. You can do it by saying, okay, the WHL is going to host it this year. So let's give... The second team, that the team that makes the finals but loses, let's give them a berth. Or you could say, all right, let's t- pick the team with the best point total from the three leagues or, or figure out some way that way to, to decide the fourth at-large team to participate in the Memorial Cup. But again, I think it needs to be the four best teams. It shouldn't be the three league champions and some random team because they're hosting. That team hasn't earned the right to be called CHL champion, Memorial Cup champion. It's just ridiculous. And there are such easy fixes here. I'm amazed that the CHL continues to go with this format. Wow. That is so funny. Like every time I like took a breath to ask a question, well, how will they determine the fourth? Like you had an answer. You really (laughs) thought this one through. Um, I don't know who the commissioner of the CHL is, but you know, we have the list for Gary Bettman from you. So now we'll just start a new list for the CHL or the commissioners of each individual one. I'm not sure. I mean, what do you think of the format? I don't, I I agree. I don't like that. They automatically, because you can just like coast the whole season. Like, I don't know. You just, if you just know, and then also it's just, it's not as fun because the whole point of a championship tournament is that you're fighting tooth and nail to get there and you should earn it. Um, I like you look at the NHL playoffs and no one ever knows where those are going to be and everyone makes it work. I yep. think there would be a problem selling it out. So, but I, you know, if they, if they want to have this site, then I agree. It should be a neutral site because, okay, if it's going to be in Kelowna, cause I think it's going to be in Kelowna next year. So, you know, it's going to be in Kelowna. You can plan all year to know. And then I really like the at large bit idea, or maybe it's, you know, the, the team in the CHL that had, finish the regular season with the most points besides those three, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really like it. However, for the city itself that gets to host and see their team play in it, that's really special. So I could see that side of the argument. How about this for choosing the fourth at large bid? Cause they're going to people be people saying, well, if you go by point total, they're not playing the same teams. They're playing within their own league. So how are you yeah. determining it? What if you had a play in series? With those three, three teams that went to the finals in their respective leagues but lost, what if they had a play-in series in the same host city to decide the fourth team that I gets like that. Yeah, they'd be a little more tired, but hey, you didn't win but your league, yeah. title, so you don't get that advantage. And that I could really like that. ratchet up interest even more, and guess what else it could do? It could increase revenue because you've added an extra series. All right. I like it, Craig. You have me sold. Okay, you're welcome, CHL. I've solved your problem. Yes, we will clip this and send it to them um, in an email. I'm sure they'll open it first thing. Um, Moving on to the NHL playoffs. 
um, Tampa, New York last night. And Tampa took home game five and are heading back to Tampa with a chance to close it out at home, um, which last night's game was really good. It was really competitive. It was a close game. But once again, Tampa just prevailed. And personally, I can't see them losing game six at home. Yeah. I want to address John Steiner's question. He was talking about the true but non-hit on Andre Polat. I don't think you can penalize someone for intent when there when there's no actual result of it. It I know there's some argument over whether it would have been a dirty hit or not. He was leading with his elbow. It looked like it might have been, but you can't penalize somebody for something that didn't happen. That's that's my take on that, John. So sorry. Getting back to the series. I don't know, Leah. I, I went into I, I went to, into watching that game thinking it'd be really cool if the Rangers won this and somehow continued this Cinderella run to the cup final. But there was something in the back of my head the whole time I was watching it saying, Tampa's winning this game. Yeah. This game. Tampa knows what to do in these situations. And it was a it was a weird goal that deflected off of Palat's shin pad to go in uh, on Sergeyev's uh, 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 shot from the point. But I just had a feeling that Tampa was going to find a way to win this game. And now the Rangers are faced with having to win a game six in Tampa when Tampa knows we can close it out. They may even get Braden Point back for that game. We'll see how that goes. Man, Tampa. Wow. We talked about this on the pod yesterday, but they are one win away from getting to their third straight cup final. The last team that did that was the Edmonton Oilers in from 1983 to 85. It's been a long time. We talked about Tampa's place in history. They're one win away from getting a crack at being crowned, in my opinion, the best team so far of the post-lockout era. Well, um, if you missed our podcast yesterday, we talked a lot about um, dynasties and what makes a dynasty in Tampa and what they could accomplish by winning. So check that out wherever you get your podcast. If you missed that, it's absolutely unbelievable to see. I mean, that first series with Toronto was so close, but once they won that game seven, it's kind of been no looking back. And I know this series has obviously been more of a challenge than the series with the Panthers. Um, but just to see the the players who've stepped up and scored, um, just they're getting help from everywhere. And you talked about that Palat goal. Palat was a seventh round draft pick. We talk, we've talked about it before. And here's yeah. a fun... Here, I believe... And a fun little stat that I saw on um, hockey reference, most goals in the conference finals since 1990. Leading that list is Joe Sackick with 16. Next on that list, Andre Palat with 15. That's so, unreal, isn't it? Who, who would have thought? <laughs> Certainly you not find me. Guys like that. You can still find guys like that. It's harder to find guys like that in the draft. And, and I still think, listen, Andre Palat's a guy that you fill in. He's a critical piece of their cup titles. But he's a he's still one of those sort of satellite pieces to the key pieces like Stamkos and Hedman. You got to have those pieces to win championships. But look at how Tampa filled in around. Look at how well they drafted. You can look overall and say, well, Tampa whiffed on a lot of picks. Everybody whiffs on a lot of picks. That's the NHL draft. The odds of succeeding, like people consider two out of seven picks. If two out of seven picks get to the NHL, it's a good draft. That's what the odds say because you're evaluating 17 and 18 year old kids with so much development ahead of them. But Tampa's done as good a job as anyone of finding those guys in the later rounds. And that is a big reason why they are in this spot right now. And yes, Andre Pilat is a free agent after the season. 
true, and he kind of just raised his stock. And you know who else is a free agent after this season? Nazem Kadri, who I'm sure that the Avalanche are hoping that this one goes to seven to give him ample time. We don't still fully know the picture, much like you mentioned with Dylan Gunther. Teams are kind of hush-hush about playoff injuries. Um, but do you think that if it does end up being Colorado and Tampa in the final, that Kadri, not having Kadri could be a huge difference maker? I think it's massive. For I mean, I you know, I've, I've preached on this show over and over again about the importance of center depth. You need elite centers at the top of your lineup. You need really good depth at the center position. It's such an important position for controlling the ice, just like defense, right? But, you know, when you consider all the center's duties down low in their own defensive zone, all, all the things that they do, carrying the puck through the neutral zone, I know there are some wings that do it like a Patrick Kane, but by and large, that's the responsibility of your center. Having a guy like Kadri, especially against a team like Tampa, which absolutely has center depth, especially at Braden Point plays, you got to have him. So I think Colorado calculated this looking at that series. And I, I think Kadri is going to play in the cup final at some point. Hmm. I, I think they're really rooting for a game seven because it gives him more and more time to rest. And I'm I'm not sure Kadri is going to be ready for the start of this series, but I think he's going to be back at some point. He's not probably going to be a hundred percent, but maybe he'll be close. And listen, nobody's a hundred percent at this time of the year. Everybody's playing with, some sort of injury or a lot of guys are anyway. And those are the things that come out after the playoff series are over when you get eliminated or when the cup finals end, you find out, you know, Patrice Bergeron was playing with like a lacerated spleed or something insane because it's unbelievable. It's the cup and because it's the cup are nuts. Yep. They absolutely are. Um, I'm excited. We'll preview the Stanley cup final. Once we know the matchup for sure. Um, and, you know, talk about the the difference between the two teams and where they came from to get to this point. Um, we'll get to that next week. But if you want to bet on tomorrow's game between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Rangers, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I just checked it out. The Lightning are minus 180 favorites on the money line at home. Um, I also checked the Edmonton Oil Kings line on DraftKings because yes, you can bet on the Canadian Hockey League on DraftKings. You can bet on the WHL right now. Um, their money line is locked, maybe because they're waiting on injury news for some of these injured players. That's the cool thing about DraftKings is it's so up to date with like if there's an injury announcement, like instantly the line changes. So it's always changing with the news. So keep an eye on that. And I'm gonna bring on Sean because he's Always great with the DraftKings pick of the week. So, Sean, what's your DraftKings pick of the week? Wait, first yeah. off, Sean, oh. what's, what's your Four Peaks beer? Oh, yes. My, um, it's a tie between the Kilt Lifter and the Hazy IPA. Um, yeah. I'm a huge IPA guy, and I, I think I drink enough for both you and I. Um, but the Kilt Lifter, if I'm trying to switch it up a little bit, it's my other go-to for sure. Yeah, that's All a solid right. beer. He likes the kilt lifter too. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty good. Um, and I know they have them at D-backs games, so it's a good one when you go when you're at a, a baseball stadium or something like that. Um, but to my pick of the week, I like it. Leah said I wanted to pick the Oil Kings. They let me down last time, so I wanted to give them a shot at redemption. But their money line isn't available. You can only bet on their first period money line right now for some reason, which I find odd. But um, I have to go with the the, the NBA Finals tonight. Um, because it's the it's the, the big event tonight. Um, I think the Warriors are going to bounce back after losing to the Celtics. Uh, Steph Curry was smiling on the bench when they were down like 15 in the fourth quarter. 
Um, so I think he's going to come out with a vengeance. Uh, their money line is at plus 145 right now. So my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week is going to be Golden State Warriors money line at plus 145. Just to follow up on that, who did you have in the NBA Finals and who did you have winning it? Um, before the conference finals, I actually did place a bet to have the Celtics beat the Warriors in the conference finals. I remembered that. Uh, exactly. So I, I, I did have that. Once the finals started, I did start leaning a little tor- more towards the Golden State Warriors. But at this point, I'm starting my original bet starting to look good. I did not have either of these teams in the finals before the playoffs started, admittedly. But um, after after we got on the playoffs underway, I I kind of had a feeling this is where it was going. So John maybe that's best Sean has been money on a lot of these picks. Yeah. I could not do any of these things. Sean thinks he's good at broomball, but of course the two former hockey players weren't there, so we'll never <laughs> start. But as far as these picks, you, yeah, you've been on it. Yeah, Pretty he's been long. nailing nailing the picks, um, nailing DraftKings picks of the week on our show, nailing picks on filling in as co-host on PHNX Bets Daily this week and last week, um, especially his hockey picks. But if you want to tail Sean, you can do so at the NBA playoffs. Um, there's another game tonight. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And Caleb in the comments said double knot is clutch. That's another IPA. So I'm sure Craig went like it. Do you like Double knot, Sean? Have you had it? Um, I don't know if I've had the double knot. The other day when we were there, I was drinking the Imperial IPA. That's got like a quite a quite a high uh, ABV. That's, that's a pretty good one. I I like all of their IPAs. Like I haven't had. I honestly haven't had a beer that I haven't liked. So yeah. if I haven't liked it, if I haven't had it, I probably would. Okay. Well, I'm excited to to give all of them a try for sure. Um, before we get into our fun Friday segments that we do every single week. I want to let everybody know about a new series that we have coming out between now and the NHL draft, which is the first round flashback series. The first one dropped yesterday on the PHN Exports YouTube channel. Craig and Petey caught up with Danny Briere, who I didn't know this until I watched the interview, Craig, that he was just the second ever pick by the then Phoenix Coyotes and in, in Coyotes history um so that was exciting and craig and pd got to ask him about his draft day experience leading up to it the actual day and all of that and more so check that out if you haven't already on the phnx sports youtube channel this video is unlocked but going forward the rest of the series these will be for members only so become a member at gophnx.com to get access craig some of the should we reveal some of the other people that you've already talked to and plan to talk to He's he's laughing on mute. I don't know what he's saying. He's laughing on mute though. <laughs> he's just I don't know what's happening. Um, I'm just gonna say it then. That They're was your Doctor Evil look right there. Who is mine? Yeah, you just went. <laughs> that's that. That's what that face reminded me of. So sorry, I was on mute. Of course, this happens to me in PD once a week. Once, once a week. show, yeah. So yeah. Um, Sure, we can we can we can talk about some of the people we have. I don't know if I want to give them all away. Just give yeah. one. Okay. Well, we we caught up with uh, Marty Hensel. That's one that comes to mind. The first yep. round pick. Marty's Marty's whole draft, like leading up to the draft story, 
is a great story. I'm not going to give that away, but it but it's hilarious, including the manner in which he learned English, which is, is not a method that I would recommend for anybody else, but it worked for Marty. Yep. So some great interviews coming out. Um, I go phnext.com. So check that out. Okay, let's get into Weekend Binge, which is our one of our Friday segments. Um, and we'll let Sean give his Weekend Binge as well. But Craig, I'll have you go first since you actually wrote down your things in the notes. But because PD isn't here, we didn't create our... We don't have any graphics because PD makes his own graphics for the segment. I know, right? It's, it doesn't it tell us. Best. It doesn't even ask if we want ours made. He just, you know, he just makes his own because that's apparently how PD rolls. And it's good to be able to chirp him when he's not on the show. He's yep. not even paying attention right now because I think he's on. I think airplane. his phone is on airplane mode. Yeah, maybe he's listening in, but you know, can't say anything in return, which is sort of my favorite way of communicating with PD. <laughs> All right, so. For my binge, I mean, we've talked about some of these shows before, but I have been like, I, I I quit on Man in the High Castle after two seasons way back. Well, I'm binging on it now, and I am halfway through the final season, season four. It actually gets a lot better hmm. in seasons three and four. It's really good in those final two seasons. So I think I'm five episodes away from finishing Man in the High Castle. That may happen today. Who knows? Um, stranger things we have talked about. Uh, have, have you finished? Have you guys finished? I finally seven? did oh. last night. Okay, I won't give anything away, but I have watched the first seven. I think that the next two drops on July one. Yeah, July first. We'll, we'll be waiting for that. Definitely, definitely into Stranger Things. My kids love it. Um, for the old guys, for the old people out there, I'm watching Midnight Sky because I'm a big fan of J.K. Simmons and Sissy Spacek. Again, you remember who Sissy Spacek is, Leah? You don't know who that is. No. Carrie, have you heard of the movie Carrie? Way yes. back then, Stephen. Okay, she was the star of Carrie. Okay. And then a couple other things. I'm finally getting my family into Better Call Saul, which I think is a phenomenal show. And I'm considering, have you guys watched Shining Girls yet with Elizabeth Moss? Mm-mm. No. Okay. You're like, look at me like, wow, these are all like old people shows. So not necessarily. <laughs> Let us tell you now what most people are watching, Craig. No. <laughs> Sean, you yeah. know. Uh, well, I I just started season two of Stranger Things, but I've been mm-hmm. seeing all over the internet about um, what is that song that's ent- re-entering the charts? Oh, running up so the hill need, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to re- I need to catch up to that. So I've been really looking forward to that. Um, I've actually wanted to watch Man in the High Castle for a long time, so I meant to that on there, and then I started watching it a long time ago, but I never finished it, and I want to get back into it. Um, I want to watch Mad Men again. Oh, um, I, so good. you know, I was an advertising. Yeah, I was I was an advertising major in college in my undergrad, so I I had that's it spoke to me, and I never like I said I never finished it, so I want to get back into it and actually get through it, um, get all the way through it. So that's probably what I'll be watching this week for sure. Okay, I'm so lame because every week I come on here and I say, and I've only like I barely make it through. So I did finally finish the most recent Stranger Things last night, but still on my list and has been is the Obi-Wan series um, on Disney plus. But the good news for me is the longer I've waited, the more episodes have come out. So Hmm. um, that will for sure be my weekend binge. I have no plans this weekend. I'm just going to watch that. Um, And I'm still watching Love Island UK because if anyone here has watched Love Island UK, you know that the seasons are like 50 to 60 episodes long. So 
you think you're almost there and you never are. <laughs> um, Caleb said the boys season three is insane. I've heard the boys is a good show. Have either of you watched it? Have I started the first, the first season. Yeah. I, I started the first <laughs> season and then I never like stuck with it, but it was like what I watched was really good. So I might get back into it actually. Okay. Which, which, which shows are you waiting for the next season? When you, when you, when you look down oh. the road, what are you waiting for? Oh my gosh, I can't even think. I mean, once the F1 season finishes, drive oh, to survive. Drive to survive, always. Um, yeah. The Mandalorian. Of, of Letter Kenny. Yeah, Mandalorian, nice. I need yeah. a new season of Letter Kenny. I need to check out Shorzy too on Hulu. Yeah, Shorzy's solid. Letter Kenny's. Um, yeah, I love Letter Kenny yeah. so much. There's there's other ones that I definitely am waiting on, and now, I, now that you put me on the spot, I can't think of it. Jacob said so, Umbrella Academy, yes. I'm a big Marvelous Mrs. Maisel fan, although the last season I was a little bit disappointed in until the final episode, which was incredible. And it's it almost felt like they were just like kind of lazy. And then, oh, let's give them one as as we sign off for the year to draw them back for the next season. So they won because I'm coming back for another season. And then I don't know if you guys, my my kids love The Handmaiden's Tale. Oh, F- yeah. The next yeah that's season. another one I never finished, but is very yeah. good. So yeah. good. Also, I'm laughing because Caleb said Game of Thrones season eight. Because we'll just oh. pretend. <laughs> yeah. Let's do a final season of Game of Thrones where they actually get it right instead of that horrific ending that they yeah. gave such an amazing series. By the way, why does series consistently have such a hard time wrapping up? Why do, why do they blow it? In I the don't end? know because I finished Ozark and I felt like the ending of Ozark was rushed. Hmm. That's how Game of Thrones felt too. Yeah. We only have this many. Oh, let's 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 just go off script. Let's let's take a character and make her act entirely out of character at the end. It, w- it was nuts. Or if, if you're gonna do it with, sorry, I'm getting a little geeky here, but <laughs> if you're gonna do it with her, at least develop that so that we actually believe that this sudden turn into psychopath is believable, because it wasn't yep. believable. It, it, it just felt lazy to me in the end. Which was really disappointing because I loved Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones is actually I'm looking forward to the prequel, the Game of Thrones prequel series that's coming out on HBO. Right. So that that'll be good too. I'm I'm looking forward to that. One. Oh, another thing that I think comes out next week, not a show but a movie, is the Buzz Lightyear origin story movie. Oh. I, I need to see that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> With Chris Evans as Buzz. Yeah. Love it. Okay, well, everybody, let us know in the comments what you're binging this weekend or on Twitter and the Discord as well. Always trying to keep a list of shows to watch. Oh, my God. <laughs> we might have oh, a boy. surprise guest. Uh-oh. But I don't oh, know how ready he is. The show is ending. Oh, no. <laughs> Give us a thumbs up if you're ready. Okay, bring okay, him in. Here we go. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Let's go. Because you can't make it on your own? I know. I get it. just landed in Tampa. I'm tired. I'm ready for bed. I don't know what you guys talked about today, but I'm sure you talked about hockey um, and spicy dill. And I know I've got no Wi-Fi, and I don't know if you can hear me, but <laughs> off to game six, and everybody in Arizona needs to root for the Tampa Bay Lightning so I can come. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is if if tampa wins i will be stopping through arizona and potentially making it to a live show on monday look at that oh we're all lightning fans now 
Yeah, let's just get go home. Let's go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's get home. I and the four peaks, is there still any left or did the pods drink it all? <laughs> oh my god, seriously? <laughs> IPA? Yeah, hazy's in there for sure. Oh my Hope god, I'm stout, still, buddy. Feel stout. Save some kilt lifter for me. Um, I think there still is some actually. Oh, there is for sure. Well, fantastic. Hey, I can't wait to get home. Yeah, I'll bet. How many how many hours of sleep you averaging, buddy? You know what? It, I didn't get many last night. It was tough getting from New York to Tampa today, and I'm really tired, but let's go. Here we go. One more tomorrow. I like Tampa in this one. I think um, they're a little bit too much for the Rangers right now, and you saw the tired, the rest versus rust really get into play in the third period of last night where Tampa Bay was just much better than the Rangers. The Rangers kind of ran out of gas, I think, in the third period last night, but with Shesterkin, you never know. You just never know. So so everybody knock on wood. And because of Leah's buddy, Justin Bieber, if it goes seven, it's a two-day wait. So please no. Please no. I don't want two, two more days doing games. Let's go. And I know Leah wants to see that concert. So if I do go, Leah, if you can got any connections with Bieber and his camp and can hook me up, I would greatly appreciate it. And I'll go see the show. Maybe I'll even dance. Are you, you a believer, Petey? I, I, I ha, I'm not, but, you know, <laughs> convince me. Convince Petey me. at a Justin Bieber concert would be everything. Everything. <laughs> like, yeah. I need yeah. to see that. But I, I want you to yeah. come home, so I, I hope Tampa gets it done tomorrow for your sake. I do, too. I want to come home, and I'll, I'll be in the studio on Monday and get ready for the prep to go to the DNVR bar. Can hardly wait. Do they have four peaks at the DNVR bar? Do we know? I think they do Breckenridge Brew there. Oh, okay. But they are Maybe both owned by the same so. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're I'll both. Uh, I believe they're both under the Anheuser Busch family. I think. Well, well either way, I, I they're know. local beers for the you know, Four Peaks is an Arizona beer. Breckenridge is a Colorado beer. So, you know, at PHNX, we try and keep everything local and authentic, and that's why. Four Peaks is such a great partner. And, Petey, we also let everybody know about the draft party that will be at Four Peaks, and you will be there. Fantastic. Can't wait. Sean DePaz and I will be at the Four Peaks Brewery, and you two will be live in Montreal. Yes. It's going to be a fun day. It's going to be a fun day. we gotta, we got to have a few Four Peaks. Hopefully a lot of our PHNX friends come out, and um, uh, it should be a long, a long, fun day. <laughs> We've got a lot going on. I'm sure you've told them about all the things we got planned. There's going to be a lot of special surprises. And as long as the company buys me an Uber home, I will be having a lot of fun. So <laughs> I'm sure we can make that happen. PD. Leah and I will have a hard time drinking Four Peaks in Montreal. We might have to crack open some Bobby Margaritas, but we'll yeah. figure it. <laughs> and some Shane shows for sure. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh my go. gosh. Okay, PD, we'll let you get to your hotel so you can have some downtime. Hopefully Thanks, get everybody. some rest. Thanks for calling in. There. I miss it there, and I'll be back home, hopefully. Knock on wood. Let's go Lightning. I'll be home. Yeah, go Bolts. Sorry, sorry, Ranger fans. Go Bolts. Go Bolts. They had their chance. They were up 2 nothing. If they would have swept, then I'd have been home by now. So, I mean, they had their chance. Let's go. I want to get home. <laughs> okay. We'll, right, see everybody soon. Bye. Okay, bye, PD. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, you know what? With He talked about the rest versus rust. I, I think the rust showed for Tampa early, and then oh, they've, won, they've won three straight games now, and – I just I don't I don't I don't see any way the Rangers win this game. That was the Rangers, by the way. The, the Rangers were eight zero and one at MSG in this postseason. The first game they played at home, they lost in overtime, and they had won eight straight. So that ended an eight game winning streak. It's sort of like okay, 
that felt like the end of the Cinderella run for a team that I, I still don't feel is quite ready for cup contention. I think this is going to be a, a nice season to remember. They're going to have a hard time replicating this, but really fun run to watch for the Rangers. It's always cool to watch playoff hockey at MSG. It, it just is. It's it's a great venue. Yeah. Um, check out, if you haven't already, hashtag PD at the playoffs. Um, PD's <laughs> been giving us some great content from the road on our Twitter. So check that out. I talked about the um, first round flashback series, and we also have prospect breakdown videos dropping starting next week also for members only so become a member at gophnx.com so you can access all of craig's articles all the articles of all the writers at phnx on any arizona sport you can think of um and become a member today so you can access all of that and you can join our members only discord as well get a shirt from the phnx locker when you sign up you can also get a hat um so lots of great stuff at gophnx.com and more information on the draft party will be there as well. Last segment of Friday. Producer oh power play. It's been a it's been Wait a minute. Again. I don't uh, know. I get I get afraid every time the producer power play comes around. It's like I, I don't know like what so it's almost Pavlovian at this point. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I haven't done anything that bad that you should be this worried, uh, Craig. The, the musician starting lineup one was a struggle for us. Fair enough. Well, for you two, we Petey had it locked and loaded. We were god awful on that one. That was no, horrible. Petey had Petey had Harry Styles locked and loaded off rip. So like, well, Petey isn't here, is he? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But this one, I it feel carries. like shouldn't be shouldn't be too bad. I'm. All right, we're gonna since we're not in studio, we're gonna have to get a little creative with it. I'm gonna have my my phone timer set up here. Do I need um, my glasses, Sean? No, I'll I'll count you. Down. I'll give you a heads up when we're getting close. Okay. Um, but in honor of our new partnership with Four Peaks, I thought I would keep it pretty simple. Um, if you had your own beer, what would it be, and what would you call it? And then if you have time because the one team that they don't currently have a partnership is with the Coyotes. If you had a Coyotes-themed beer, what would that be? Um, we're going to start your time, if I can do this properly right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go with the Howling Hefeweizen. I, I was literally going to say wow, that. Wow, look at you go. Oh look God. at you guys go. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> Oh my What's gosh. your favorite beer, though, Leah? Do you is Hefeweizen your? It's not your favorite beer, so no, it's one of my favorites. I love a Hefeweizen. Okay. Um, I'm a like a ale and lager person. Um, that's why I like the peach ale, um, and like a good blonde. I feel like for my beer, it could be something. The fact that I'm blonde, like a, a Leah blonde, um, or just what about like an I am beer beer? <laughs> um, and it's just you know. A blonde. I'm thinking about this blonde thing. Is there uh, any sort of alliteration we can play on with the Coyotes? Who, who's got a name with B? Um, uh, Bedard. Bedard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Bedard blonde. That's that's it. We've, we're done. Oh my gosh! Wait, what's you yours? You got a Craig? minute? You got a minute? Craig, you need to do yours. I already did mine. The Howling. No, that, that was for Coyotes. No, that's for the Coyotes. What's oh, your? What's the Craig Morgan beer? Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on the spot here. Um, hmm. An it's gotta IPA, be a stout. I'm sure. No, it's oh. gotta be a stout. It's gotta be a stout, but I don't know. What do you guys think for a stout? What works? Uh Caleb said the milk stout or a blackberry cherry sour called the 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 beard is a lie. 
That's a fun name. I go with the Milk Stout because we all know that Milkman is the wrong nickname for <laughs> You can't use that. Um, so we need a stout. We need a stout here. Uh, uh oh, look at this. Your um, the, 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 I don't know. I, I we know. were so good off the top and we, we just were, we we were milk stout. Yeah, we just ran out of time. Yeah. Two, one. We should have kept PD on for this. Why don't Why don't we ask our our listeners to tweet the name of my personal stout? What it should okay. be. Okay. Uh, tweet Tweet at us. Uh, you know, at phnx underscore coyotes, and let us know what Craig Morgan's stout should be called because I failed. I failed again. But the the Howler Hefeweizen is a good one. Yeah. Um, and I like I said the the Morgan Milk Stout would not be bad either. Okay. That's true. To play That's off true. the Milk Stout. There we go. Um, Okay, well, everyone tweet at us beers for each of us, me, Craig, Sean, and Petey, and or a Coyotes one. So let us know at phnx underscore Coyotes on Twitter or in the members only Discord. Not an IPA. <laughs> Is the second beer out of the question before noon? No. No. It's, P- it's 5 o'clock somewhere, Craig. It's okay. fine. It's Friday. Yeah, what time is it in Montreal? Okay. It's We're 2 47. Yes, we'll be in Montreal in a month. Um, and Sean and Petey will be at Four Peaks in Tempe for the official draft party July 7th at 4 p.m. at Four Peaks Brewing in Tempe. Can't wait for that. It's going to be a blast. Like I said, tons of draft content coming up on gophnx.com between now and then. And Craig, can we announce who our guest on Monday is? Yeah, it's actually locked in stone. We're going to have Coyote's president and CEO, Javier Gutierrez, on the show to discuss the arena deal. You know, maybe we'll ask Javier what his favorite beers are, too, now that we have this partnership. But, yeah, we're going to talk a bit about, you know, moving forward with the Tempe City Council, the city of Tempe, on their proposed arena and entertainment district and what the steps are from this point forward. Obviously, the Coyotes are excited. And as I mentioned on that emergency pod that night, we've never gotten to this point before. It's never gotten this far before. It's always been, you know, I, I mentioned the fact that ASU and the Coyotes were supposed to have a joint press conference and ASU didn't show up. And that was a good sign that ASU probably wasn't on board with that situation. <laughs> so they're, they're definitely on board with this one. Hopefully there are a lot of more bridges to cross, but hopefully we move forward with this. Again, I think there are a lot of people that I've talked to on the Tempe side who believe that this is a great deal. There are a lot of people in the business world who think this is a great deal for Tempe. But there are, there are things that the Coyotes are going to need to do to make it happen. And we'll talk with Javier about that on Monday. Really looking forward to that one. So a little bit of a change to our schedule. That Monday show will be at 3 p.m. rather than 11. But we'll be back to our 11 everyday uh, schedule going forward for the rest of the week. You can find our schedule always at phnx underscore coyotes, where we hope you'll follow. I know I said I would eat the maple syrup today. I'm going to save it for when we're in studio. Um, so I promise that is coming as soon as we're back in the studio on a Friday. Um, it, it, it'll happen, unfortunately. Um, How is this happening, Leah, by the way? How are you eating the maple syrup? Have we decided this yet, Sean? I, I, I think it has to be on some like Eggo waffles. Yeah, why don't we bring in some frozen waffles or something? Okay. Or like microwavable pancakes. That's see, yeah. I was thinking like something really gross, like microwave pancakes. Yeah. But okay, at Sprouts Which they have mean? these little like pancake bites. Those are good. We could do those. Well, we don't want good, Leah. The point <laughs> is, they're, they're yeah. horrible. Don't get them. 
Yes. I won't. That's I'll get you for three ninety nine. I'll get you ego ego microwavable pancakes because we have we don't have a toaster in the studio. We have a microwave. So. Oh yeah, we don't have a toaster. And oh okay okay so we'll do the microwave. That's that's perfect actually because I'll just be mush. It'll be disgusting. Yeah. And I think even log cabin is kind of too high end a brand. I agree. So no. I'll go I'll go lower. We might have to go like Kroger store brand. Oh, people have been tweeting <laughs> pictures and I feel it in my soul. It's like a reaction. It's horrible. Well, oh, yeah. we I promise. With, with the highest corn syrup content to it. And <laughs> yeah. <stick>. Okay. <laughs> I will wash it down with four peaks that day. <laughs> Just get the taste. We'll have that. We'll have that. Yes. Yeah. Um, everybody, thank you so much for joining us here on a Friday We'll be back live Monday at 3 p.m. with Coyote's president and CEO, Javier Gutierrez. Really looking forward to that one. Like, subscribe, leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. You can follow each of us on Twitter at the ats below. And until Monday, have a great weekend, everyone. And we'll see you next week.